Welcome to this very special edition of the Third Power Life podcast. This is my very first interview. And uh, we're talking with my good friend Ryan Lilly. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship, life balance, and his new book. So lots of fun coming up. Listen in. So the big question is this. How are successful professionals like us going to keep increasing our business success and yet still have a full, balanced, and vibrant life that we absolutely love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Dan Gentry, and welcome to Third Power Life Podcast. All right. I want to welcome you out to the Third Power Life Podcast for my inaugural interview with the one, the only, the Ryan Lilly. Um, Ryan, yay! <laughs> uh, now, Ryan is a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for years. He is also an absolute master at the business startup, right? Um, yeah, he's currently the vice president for business creation, right, at the Ocala Chamber and Economic Partnership. Uh, he is the author of multiple books, uh, the latest of which is uh, Ecosystem Hacking. And um, we're, we'll talk about that. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, we'll be talking about that here in a few minutes. But um, yeah, I guess the first thing I wanted to, to kind of ask you is, you know, kind of, why do you do what you do? Kind of, what's, what's the backstory? You know, give, give us some details on, on how you got started in this whole entrepreneurialism thing yeah so my last semester of college I discovered this magical place called a business incubator and I had no idea what that was just kind of stumbled on it walking around one day and found out that it was a place where these young startup companies go to get help and get support and a lot of them you know they're first-time business owners they're they're techies so they know how to program and code and all this stuff but they don't know how to start a business they don't know um, you know, sales and marketing and stuff like that. So got into doing that and loved it and uh, decided I was willing to move anywhere I had to in the country in order to be in an environment like that and help entrepreneurs and moved a thousand miles away to the Midwest to an old manufacturing town that had suffered a lot of economic loss and job loss. And uh, they were looking to sort of reinvent themselves using entrepreneurship and helping startups and that's really where I had my epiphany that, that helping startups is really the best way that a community can grow. That, you know, communities try to grow in a lot of different ways. They try to serve uh, only big companies or uh, companies that have been around for a long time. But my whole focus is working with startups, entrepreneurs who are out there um, creating something new and helping them really make traction and connections as fast as they can. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's um, definitely an, an interesting thing that you do trying to, to help bring businesses in and create businesses and all of that. And, you know, you currently work with a, a business incubator right now, don't you? I do. Yeah, the building that I'm in right now is actually a business incubator. We have 18 startup companies here, mainly technology, but a few in the area of healthcare. And uh, it's so cool. I, what I love is the variety. So day to day, I never know who's going to come in with what kind of idea. We not only help the companies here in this building, but anyone in the community that's got a business idea or an invention. Uh, this morning I met someone with a baseball product. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, just, just totally off the wall. So I love that variety and, you know, day to day, I don't know who's going to walk through that door or what they're going to talk about. Absolutely. Now, 
and I, you know, I know you, I've known you for a long time. I also know that you really like helping people. Um, the question I always like to ask people though is kind of what's your superpower, right? Well, what, uh, what makes you be really able to do what it is you do? What, what's, what's that secret thing for you? What's your superpower? So I think that really my superpower I mean, sort of my value proposition, right? So we teach that to startups is what's your value proposition. And so for me, it's my ability to make connections. Um, a lot of times people come to me, I don't have the answer to their question. I'm able to, in my mental Rolodex, uh, you know, know someone in the community who they might talk to with expertise in that area. Um, I've also had, like I said, this experience with so many different types of startups and inventors that I really have developed sort of a breadth of knowledge. I'm not uh, deep in any one subject area. I don't know, for example, the sporting goods industry. I don't have a lot of depth in that area, but right. I've had a little bit of experience in all these different areas. And so, yes, yeah, that, that breadth of, uh, of past experience and the ability to make connections for new entrepreneurs is what I help, help them do. Very cool. It's all about the networks and, you know, and making those connections with, with different people. Um, <clears throat> Now, yeah, you, you kind of alluded to this, that you've worked with a lot of different entrepreneurs, a lot of very interesting um, ideas, but uh, I, I was curious if there's any <clears throat> kind of commonality of what's the biggest issue that most entrepreneurs face. Themselves. So, <laughs> you know, it's, yes. it's interesting. A lot of people at first would say things like, well, getting money, getting capital, or finding the right talent, or things like that. Those are all obstacles that entrepreneurs face, but first and foremost, I think entrepreneurs are sometimes their own worst enemy. And uh, I'm a huge, gigantic fan of Tony Robbins. I know you're a giant Tony Robbins fan. Absolutely. And one of the things Tony Robbins says is that 80% of success in anything in life, whatever it is, is your psychology. And that 20% is mechanics. It's the actual how you do something. And I think the same is true for entrepreneurship. Uh, the, the how to get into business and do business, that's really only 20%. But the daily sort of game that you have in your mind, um, you know, is keeping yourself motivated, overcoming that fear of failure, fear of rejection. That's the 80% that's psychological that uh, in some ways it causes me to uh, be sort of a counselor in ways. And, uh, so people come to me and you know, day to day here at the incubator, people are constantly questioning themselves and questioning their business model. And, and they have that fear running in their head. And so just walking around and trying to uh, provide some motivation, some support, um, it's, it's amazing how much of it is really just in people's heads. Yeah. And I, I find that in my, <laughs> in my business too, you know, it's, it's overcoming just those, those little things that you're, like you said, you're your own worst enemy. It's just, just do it, get past it, keep going. Um, now the other side of that is there, what, what's the easiest thing that like a, a business owner or entrepreneur can do, you know, besides the psychology piece, but what's the, what's the easiest thing that they can do to help ensure their success? So I think starting, beginning with the end in mind. And Covey, very nice. There used to be this idea of a full business plan. And unless you're going out and like looking for financing or investors, there's really not a need to have a full business plan anymore. But you do have to have like a map or some kind of vision um, or a business model canvas is another new term, but something concrete on paper that says where you want to go. 
And are you likely to hit that 100% exactly right? Not at all. But uh, I've seen you know people who do that, who go through that planning process, have much better uh, results in the end. Okay, absolutely. Now, um, now, you know, my thing is, is I'm big on, on life balance. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the core of what I talk about. Um, how, how do you keep life in balance, or, or do you? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, and, and how important is life balance in, in, in for your life and for the businesses that you help? It's definitely very challenging. I uh, I found, too, that as, you know, as a single guy, life balance wasn't too hard. And then I got married, and then I, we had our daughter. And as each of those things happened, uh, life balance becomes even more challenging. Uh, one of the things that someone taught me, I used to take a lot of work home with me. Stuff would, it would happen at work, and then I would go home at night at the dinner table, and that stuff would still be running in my head. And someone gave me the tip, and this sounds really weird, but to pick something outside the building, and this could have been you, Dan, I'm not sure who it was, but pick something outside the building like a tree or a rock or a bush. Again, this sounds weird. And uh, mentally, as you leave the building each day, leave all of your emotional baggage with that thing. It's a, a trigger in a way. Tony Robbins talks about setting up triggers in your life. Yes. So um, seeing that object is a trigger to leave all that stuff behind. And so I've tried to do that. I'm not definitely not 100% uh, successful at it. But um, it's it's one of those little tricks that's helping. Very cool, very cool. Um, and you know, do you see that as being an important thing for for the entrepreneur to be able to 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 do that? I mean, I guess let me let me ask it in a different way. Have you seen any you know in the businesses that you you've worked with or in the people that you work with where not having life balance caused issues in their business? Oh, definitely. And not only issues in their business, but issues in their family. And uh, as an entrepreneur, obviously, you're not working an eight to five job. You know, I leave this building, you know, every, you know, at 5 p.m. every day. Entrepreneurs, though, they're taking the work home with them. And because I work with entrepreneurs, sometimes I'll get a text message or a Facebook message at nine o'clock at night. This happened about three nights ago. <laughs> you know, an entrepreneur was having some questions and they, you know, they're having trouble getting to sleep. And uh, I try to make myself kind of available to those people and um, and help them as best I can. But it, it is a challenge for entrepreneurs and people like me who help them because this is a 24-7, uh, your, your business is your life and, and that, there's a lot of gray area there. Okay. Um, for, uh, for somebody that is in that, that, that entrepreneurial business owner space, how, how important do you see having like, you know, a coach or a mentor or, you know, somebody to kind of help guide that process? How important Hugely. is that? Hugely important. Um, one of the tendencies that entrepreneurs have is to uh, isolate when they are starting out. They'll want to just kind of go into seclusion and into their office or whatever and code. And uh, the, the mistake that they can do everything themselves and that uh, they don't need any help. So having a mentor, having someone who's been there before, either on the business side and or on the lifestyle side and, and how to manage your home life and your, your personal development. That is hugely important to an entrepreneur's success. Very cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just wanted to see if, it, if, if that matched what I've seen. Um, yeah. So kind of a, a switch gears here a little bit. Um, one of the big things that I, um, I always talk about is, is kind of having your purpose and, and 
knowing why you do what you do. And I'm curious, what does Ryan Lilly see as ultimate success for your life? Sure. So um, I, my personal mission, that, and I actually have this written on a, a poster board at my home, is um, the purpose of my life is to be creative, to um, live in a state of abundance and be grateful for everything that I have, and to contribute knowledge to others. And for me, that, that contribution of knowledge is, is helping the entrepreneurs that I do and, uh, and being you know, part of their success. So that's, that's basically my mission. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I read it every morning. I remind myself of it and uh, have it written a few places here around the office as well. So it's, it's really important to keep that, that mission in front of you. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so I guess from what projects and, and kind of things are you working on right now that you're excited about th that you would be interested in sharing? Sure. Well, now that you mentioned it, I just uh, wrote a new book called Ecosystem Hacking. Yeah. And basically, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the interview, a lot of communities either aren't working to grow their local economy, they, they're, they're really not doing anything, or they're doing a lot of sort of old school things, like working with the, the manufacturer, old, you know, the, the big companies, the manufacturing companies, whatever. So a lot of communities are confused about how do we start helping entrepreneurs? How do we uh, build a startup ecosystem? So that's what I've written this book, Ecosystem Hacking, to do. There is a new trend uh, called ecosystem building. And the idea with ecosystem building is that you're uh, connecting entrepreneurs, you're serving them, and growing this local entrepreneurial community. Well, one of my frustrations with that uh, in the past has been that it's a new field. I felt that I was constantly reinventing the wheel. It took a long time to do that in a community, right. to actually build that base of entrepreneurs. So the idea with ecosystem hacking is that while it can't be done overnight, and that certain parts of an ecosystem can't be hacked, for example, um, I like to think that ecosystems are built on trust and collaboration among the entrepreneurs who live there. Well, trust and collaboration are not something you can hack. Um, so, that, you know, those things take time to build. But what the book is about is really, you know, how to build networks of entrepreneurs, how to serve them, tell their story, do all those things that will speed up the development of your entrepreneurial community uh, a lot faster. So um, I've got this book, and, and I wrote it, and I plan on actually just selling it. And after writing it, realized that there was such important information that I wish I had when I was starting out doing this work that I decided to make it available for free. So if, if any of your listeners know of someone locally uh, if in their community who's maybe works in economic development or they work for the city or the county and they're someone trying to grow your local economy, uh, let them know they can pick up a free copy of this book uh, at ecosystemhacking.com. Uh, we do just pay like $10 shipping and handling and, uh, and I'm happy to, to send this their way, but uh, it's a, you know, a very uh, brief read and I've got some, again, things in there that I wish I had known starting out myself. Absolutely. Yeah. It always, you know, having that, that knowledge of, of somebody who's actually done it and, you know, and is doing it currently to kind of give, you know, that, that step up and actually help start is, I mean, that, that's the whole <laughs> the whole concept of, of you know the, the self improvement and everything else. So uh, it's really cool. Um, Thank you. So uh, so you said that was at ecosystemhacking.com. Correct. Right? Yep. 
All right, awesome. Um, I guess any final um, thoughts, any final advice for somebody who is, you know, getting ready to, to, to start a business, any, um, any last tidbits? No, I think, um, you know, like you said, get a coach, have a plan. Um, you know, it, it's all in your head. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta realize that, you know, you are your own worst enemy sometimes. So make sure that you start with uh, a good mindset and uh, that a lot of the things, you know, that, that hold entrepreneurs back, like fear of failure, um, those are all just things that we create ourselves and that we do have control over. So uh, my favorite Tony Robbins quote is uh, not one that's actually what very well known, but he says that the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of risk or uncertainty that you can comfortably handle. Wow. That the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of risk or uncertainty that you can comfortably handle. So as entrepreneurs are growing and they're trying new things, their ability to take risks and get more comfortable with those risks over time, uh, I think is a big part of their success. So don't be afraid to take chances, to step out there and put yourself out there and uh, you go a long way. Awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you very much for being the very first guest uh, on my on my podcast. Um, it's just fantastic, and uh, you know I can't wait to uh, definitely we we'll definitely have to do it again. All right, and this this is headed to a like top ten, probably top five podcast on iTunes and, and all the platforms, and I, I get to say that I was the very first guest. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to it. All right, sir. Well. Thank you very much, and um, until next time, keep living your life to the third power. If you would like to find out more about Dan Gentry and Third Power Performance, then go to www.thirdpowerperformance.com.